Welcome into the Cardinal Podcast presented by WONC Sports. Lucas Burris and Sam Corbett with you. We're more than excited to be restarting the Cardinal Podcast, bringing it back to you here. And uh, Sam, welcome. Yeah, but first of all, thanks for the invitation. And, you know, it, it feels so exciting just because, you know, we, we have the upper deck on Sunday nights, but now this is going to be solely dedicated, all of our time and effort together, uh, covering North Central Athletics. And it's going to be interview-based with the Cardinal Podcast. Coaches, players, everything in between, all of our energy, everything, trying to focus on North Central Cardinals. Yeah, it's just interviews. You know, last time me and Ryan Sartori, we did this. We recapped every sport from the past week. We did it weekly for about nine weeks, and then we were like, all right, that was enough. Now we're just doing the interviews, everyone's favorite part, and we can't be more excited to bring this interview to everyone as well. Yeah, new football head coach here at North Central, Brad Spencer. He's replacing Jeff Thorne. Uh, Spencer won Offensive Coordinator of the Year in 2019 when that offense was just ecstatic. You know, the North Central team as a whole under him on the offensive side was averaging like 45 points per game, and we were able to have him in here. Uh, he's given a whole bunch of insight into the program, and, and that was a lot of concern uh, with Thorne leaving was, you know, what is going to be the transition like? And he answered everything, you know, very confident heading into the next season. Yeah, we couldn't be more excited to uh, bring you this interview with Brad Spencer, but a little background you alluded to there, Sam. You know, a 2004 grad at NCC, played four years at wide receiver for the Cardinals, actually graduated from North Central as the Cardinals all-time leader in receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns, and they joined the coaching staff immediately after was the wide receiver coach in 2014, then promoted to offensive coordinator, recruiting coordinator, has spent the last seven seasons, you know, leading that offense, leading those recruits, and now he's the 26th head coach in NCC football history. He's also got a long family history here at North Central and so much more that we jam-packed into this interview. So let's not waste any more time. Let's take it right to the interview with new North Central College head football coach, Brad Spencer. Welcome, Coach Spencer, to the Cardinal Podcast. It's good to have you here. I know a lot of people are going to be excited to uh, hear from you, but uh, I think you know, this big this big news past few weeks, and I know I, I imagine you're pretty excited, but almost a week on the job now, and I think the first question I'll ask you, Coach, is how does it feel to be known as Cardinal Football Head Coach? <laughs> it's great. It's uh, it's an honor. Uh, humbled to uh, continue to work with the young men that we have and our coaching staff, uh, and just super excited. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a new... A uh, new role, I guess, when you walk into a room with recruits, you're the head coach. Uh, you're not the offensive yeah. coordinator anymore. Uh, so it, it carries maybe a little bit more uh, weight. Uh, people are maybe a little more excited to talk to you yeah. uh, and, and see you. Uh, but, yeah, thanks. It's been a good five, six days so far. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't ask you for an interview when you were an offensive coordinator. <laughs> so uh, that's my fault. I, I apologize. <laughs> okay. But I was the first person in your inbox as soon as, as, yeah. soon as the head coaching yep. decision was made. But I think, you know, we talked about it a little bit before as you walked in the studio. But um, one of the big things I wanted to talk to you about, and I think it's a great follow-up to what you just said, is you've been at North Central forever. Uh, your grandfather right. was here. Your father was yep. here. Your brother was here. So a lot of family history here. So I think the big thing is, what does it mean to be Cardinal football head coach? Yeah, thanks. It's... It means a lot. It's an honor. Um, and honestly, it's it's not something 18 years ago when John Thorne hired me that I necessarily had on a piece of paper as a goal. Um, you know, I was just taking it one day at a time, one year at a time, trying to figure out if coaching was the way to go. And, you know, goals change, uh, things change, and it's a good thing they do. Uh, you know, North Central has grown, adapted, um, progressed in a lot of infinite ways almost since you know I stepped 
uh, foot on campus here in, in 2000 as a, a student athlete. Um, the football program has obviously progressed and changed quite a bit over the tenure of John Thorne and Jeff Thorne. Uh, and I was, I was fortunate to have a, you know, the side seat for really all 20 years of that, too, as a player and 18 as uh, an employee with, with John and Jeff. Uh, so I feel like you know, I'm in a great spot. Uh, I've got great people around me. Uh, we've got great young men, and those are kind of the most important things to me is we've got a staff that's staying here. We've got players that are staying here. Um, you know, those, those, that's what makes you win. It's, it's not a, you know, a fancy scheme, so there's no wonder you weren't asking me as the offensive coordinator to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to hop on a podcast with you. Um, sure, others you know. did. I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few, um, but you know, it's, it's about the people, uh, you know, people are the prize. John used to say that. And, uh, it's true. Uh, that's, that's how you win football games. That's how you go anywhere in life. And, uh, we just, we've got great young men here that when they walk in the office, uh, you know, I light up, we have guys, I just can't stop smiling when I see some of these young men, cause I know their stories. I know what, what they're working through. Uh, I know the ways that we've, we've helped them. And, you know, as, as a coach, that's, that's why you should be in this. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be in this for, uh, money or title or, or or even even wins and losses you know you, you've got to be in it and, and that's for the right things that's what our mission's been yeah. our mission's been young men and just developing them uh, in their four years the short period of time we get to have them uh, and, and making sure that they're graduating and and ready to be successful husbands fathers yeah. employees that's what we see a lot here at the d3 level it's all about the player and less about the you know everything else that you see involved but you know, there's a lot that we, uh, you know, you think about and you go through as a coach and everything that you want to, you want to do here. And I think, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, the program philosophy and you mm-hmm. know, you're getting into it a little bit. You know, it is, it is famous, if not very well known under what the Thorns had, you know, yeah. Chase the Lion, everything you did. Any plans or any, you know, changes that you think you're going to you're going to take to the philosophy, put your own stamp on it? Any thought process there? You know, and that's been part of the message to recruits and to our players that, hey, we're going to keep this thing rolling. We're. We're going to get up for workouts tomorrow morning just the same way we did yesterday, and we're going to hit the field just the same way we did, you know, in the fall. We're, we're not trying to change any of the change, tangible ins and outs necessarily in the daily life of the players. If, if there's spots where we can enhance here and there, then we're obviously going to try and do that. Um, you know, saying that I'm, I'm not John Thorne, I'm not Jeff Thorne, I'm not Nick Saban. Um, Certainly you know, would like uh, to be that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the paycheck. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, – no, I, I mean, you're, you're obviously trying to be yourself and, you know, put your own stamp on it. And I, th- I think we've seen that happen when, you know, Jeff Thorne was the offensive coordinator here for all those years. And when he turned that responsibility over to me, um, you know, we weren't rewiring anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just changing uh, a great foundation and then just trying to put our own stamp on it. And uh, we've been able to do that in the last couple of years and, and had a lot of success and follow really in the success that Jeff had. And you said just put your own stamp on it do things your own way and um you know try and just keep progressing you know we've talked about how i mentioned how the college has progressed you know you have it's the same thing in offense and in defensive football your schemes have to keep progressing while at the same time football real really boils down to two things blocking and tackling yeah. uh, so we'll we'll keep doing those things really well uh and we'll be just fine you mentioned the when Thorne handed you the ropes to the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator role, it was it a similar situation last week when when the announcement was made for you being now head coach, or was it more of a okay, it's your team now, you know, it's it, here's the keys to the car, 
hopefully you can drive. <laughs> uh, well, there's been a lot of mentorship over the last 18 years. Um, so it's, I don't think it's just, uh, Hey, you're, you're starting over. I mean, this, this ship set sail in 2002 with John, uh, Jeff took it over in 2015 and was able to put his own mark on it and take us to a, you know, a next level where we're playing in national championships. And, you know, now it's our job to, uh, take that next step, uh, which is to continue to play in those championships and continue to uh, enhance and uh, improve the experience for our student athletes and for our coaches. Um, so there's been mentorship, uh, but at the same time, you've, you've got to be able to, to be you uh, and you can't be anybody else. Uh, but, I, you know, it's not a starting over process. Uh, it's not a reset. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the offense was very similar. I think that's a, that's a great analogy. It's a great point it, it was very similar um now that happened in the middle of a season uh, so yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways it's actually maybe crazier yeah. uh, on a sunday night when he comes in and says hey you're gonna do this uh, it's like all right let's go yeah. um you know it's the same thing with this all right let's go uh, and it's you you you've got all the ingredients uh that you need uh now you just gotta kind of put things together how you want you know as i've been telling some uh recruits it's it's the same the packaging might just be a little different here and there, but it's, you're opening up the same gift. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what's important. As long as we can continue to build upon, you know, our the foundations of faith, family, and academics, we're going to keep winning football games, and that's my intention. Yeah, I mean, that's the philosophy we talked about. I mean, it's, right. You know, it's what you've known, and I think that's what mm -hmm. you're coming into the interview. It's the idea of, you know, that's going to change here. Other than, you know, the face is, is right. now Spencer and, and not Thorne, which is, I think, exciting. Um, thinking about you know the cardinal bloodline and everything but you keep talking about recruiting and you know only a few weeks in now however long you know a week total but how's mm -hmm. that been how's it going with the recruiting child it's great you know and you know for me it's just been catching up with some of the guys that have families have already been on campus and, and met with jeff as the head coach you know i kind of want to have that meeting so that they're comfortable with me mm -hmm. you know and i can tell them hey this isn't going to change. The philosophies are the same. The structure is the same. Uh, how we're going to prepare you is the same. Uh, so just catching up with those conversations, whether it's phone, text, and you know, in person. Um, but yeah, I mean, I right Wednesday morning when we announced, I had a family to meet with yeah. uh, that morning by nine thirty, uh, and so you just kind of rock and roll. But you know, I you know the structure of it I've been doing, uh, and I was a recruiting coordinator from twenty ten, um, really, and until last year when we I passed it over to to coach Studeman. Um so you know those types of meetings those types of interactions I've been I've been having you know since I was here and, and the program that we have in place and, and how we manage recruits is something I'm very familiar with so it was a pretty smooth transition uh, it's you know instead of having a conversation with somebody that you know I've talked to maybe every other day as a you know personally in my territory it's just you get to meet a few new people um, which I enjoy. Not just yeah. the offensive players this time around. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're, you're knowing everybody. And that's something I look forward to is, is getting to know everybody on the team. And, you know, those my door's always been open to our players. And I think I've always been known as that type of coach where, hey, you can walk in and talk to Coach Spence at any time. And, you know, I've been doing it with the receivers and the, with the offense. Now I get to do it with, with the whole team. And that's something that gets me fired up and gets me excited is being able to do that with 100-plus, mm -hmm. you know, not just the – 50 or 60 that are that are on offense well you mentioned the the aspect of recruiting and, and you know that it was wednesday morning around like 7 30 mm -hmm. i think is that when yeah. i saw twitter blowing up um i think the biggest thing is you, you look at the d1 level a, a coach leaves you know think lincoln riley right. leaving you're seeing a whole bunch of recruits you know decommit Transplant. and yeah. a lot of them going to usc 
Uh, but with a lot of these guys, I feel like Thursday and Friday, I saw a whole bunch of class of 2026 football recruits uh, posting North Central recruiting. And I think yeah. that's that's the first time where I've seen the opposite trend happen, mm-hmm. where a, a new coach gets named and immediately a whole bunch of recruits are still signed on and saying, yeah, North Central's still the place for me. Yeah, well, and that's a credit to our, you know, our, our culture and our coaching staff and our players. You know, they're the ones that are working with those young men and you know our, our players are our biggest advocates you know and that's you know when we're bringing them for overnights or bringing guys for weekend programs it's it's so they can sit and get to know our team but um, certainly at our level it's a little bit different than at the FBS level or even FCS level where you know coaches are up and moving and then players are up and moving with them and recruits are up and moving you know the types of things that we're selling to young men who are sitting with us are a little bit different Um, just like the type of support we need as a football program on campus is different uh, than at you know in Alabama or uh, or at USC but the response has been great um, I, I joked with, you know, the first recruit that was in my office Wednesday uh, saying this is going to be a trivia question in camp. Who was the first <laughs> recruit the first that head coach Spencer met with? And then uh, first, I, I guess, technical commit of my head coaching yeah. uh tenure uh happened this weekend uh, and so same thing like right down to I, I think it. yeah <laughs> well i'll remember it i know yeah. that and i maybe i'm sure the young man will because it's you get to kind of joke with them about it but it'll be a good uh yeah. it'll be a good trivia question in camp when the kids get here who's the first commit coach spencer ever got yeah. as a head coach <laughs> i think it's i think that's huge you know you look at the stepping stones of what you're doing you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm just being like all right i'm hired and i got to recruit i talked to recruit first and then i got a recruit to sign it's just head coach you know yeah. i think that's really exciting just to you know as everyone outside you know everyone wants to get all concerned or worried or whatever's going <laughs> on no coach spencer's just in here doing exactly yeah. what he needs to be doing i think it, that's really exciting. and that's the nice thing about the transition and it was a similar transition in 2015 from john to jeff was you've got somebody that's been here the train's already rolling you know you don't have to hit pause or reset um, that's a whole nother type of experiences as a head coach when you have to be hiring staff, firing staff, uh, you know, re-implementing recruiting strategies, re-implementing processes. None of that has to take place here. So in a lot of ways, I'm really I'm the luckiest new head coach, first time head coach. Yeah, I think in the country. Well, yeah. uh, I, would, I would say that you're going <laughs> into a pretty good opportunity here. I am. I am. And, and you know, like I said, most importantly, you know, our, our players are here. They're excited. Our coaching staff's here. They're excited. And, and that makes helps me sleep at night. The, the few hours that I get to yeah. try <laughs> and sleep. Of sleep <laughs> um, I think, you know, we keep talking about all the things that are going to stay the same, but everyone's going to mm-hmm. ask the question. So I'll just flat out ask it. Right. What's going to be different? The year, yeah, well, that's it. it's going to be twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two, yeah, and I, I, I look a little bit different than Jeff, I think. Um, we'll that, get to that. that might we'll get to, we'll <laughs> right. Get to that look. might be about it. Um, really, I mean, there's there's no like hard pan changes that our staff's been talking about in the last five or six days. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm going to have a couple of hires to make, uh, so I guess that would be a change. Um, you know, outside of that, maybe with our staff. There could be changes just in how we operate daily because, you know, Jeff used to like things presented this way and he wanted his information that way. And I might want it a little bit different way just so that I can function at my highest level when talking to a recruit or a player. Uh, but outside of that, you know, there's there's no grandioso plans to overhaul anything. I, I just don't see the need for that. I mean, really, 
the word that's kind of been thrown around our offices is enhance. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we enhance? You know, yeah, and, and that's that's really our focus, and, and those are going to be the things that I'm going to try and do to partner with, you know, whether it's people on campus or whether it's alums, you know, how can I partner with them to enhance uh, the experiences for our student-athletes and the livelihood of our, of our coaches uh, so that we can continue to keep the coaching staff that we have in place and continue to recruit and maintain, mm-hmm. you know, the great young men that we have. I mean, I'm trying to think about coaches here that rival your experience here at North Central. I mean, Coach Joe Norton, maybe, you know, graduated here, was a GA here. Yeah, but I'm but older than him. I know. That's what Joe's, saying, young. Older than <laughs> Joe's young. Joe's young, Joe Heller. I mean, Matthew. But he's, you know, he didn't Well, I mean, like here. Ed, Ed Maddie. I mean. You know, Ed so Maddie. Yeah, Ed Maddie. He's an alum. Um, I mean, Al Carius and Grammy have been here forever, yeah. and, you know, Jim the, Miller, our athletic the, I mean, director. Yeah. So I have great mentors in those guys and, and people that I can, you know, go to. I mean, Al Carius. I mean, I, I Al would. Carius is a mentor to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would slow down how my speed walking through Myrner Fieldhouse on the way up to the weight room so I could listen longer to what he's telling his team. I took his class here, Philosophy of Coaching. And it, was, it was one of the best, most rewarding classes I've ever taken. And at that point, I had no. I had no desire to coach. I was just, you know, a student athlete being a student athlete and enjoying being at North Central. And, you know, you're reading about John Wooden and Lou Holtz. And um, I'm kind of thinking, man, these guys' philosophies are a lot like Coach Thorne's philosophies. You know, no wonder they've all been successful. So, you know, that's, you know, I, I'd like to think that's the kind of cloth I'm cut out of and, you know, the, the this idea of holistic approach to coaching. And that's a Coach Carius word. Um you know, that's how you do it. That's how you win. And if you frame yourself after Coach Carius, you're going to be in a good situation. You're going to be all right. You're going to be yeah. okay. Um, He's a I legend. Think, you know, I want to get back to this before we go too far away from when we were talking about the changes and stuff. Uh, one of the big questions people are talking about is the offense. You mm-hmm. know, you led the offense for, I mean, yeah, since, since it's been really, really good, you yeah. know. Um, so averaging, as head coach. Averaging, what, 45 points per game yeah, I have on the, the small here, end? I want to hear it. I mean. <laughs> uh, I think it's higher than that, actually. I think we're in the 50s for the last two years. The last two, last two yeah. it's higher. Yeah, yeah but maybe since I took over. Your six seasons as offensive yeah. coordinator, 43.8 points per game. I mean, how do you feel about that? <laughs> it needs to be higher. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it needs to be higher. Uh, but, yeah, obviously the last couple of years we've taken some really big steps, uh, and I credit our, our players for that, and I also – think bringing in Eric Studeman to uh, run our offensive line and, and run game has been a huge add. Uh, he's been phenomenal. You know, and so my hope is just I want as little trans transition for our players as possible. Mm-hmm. What we have going is working. Uh, you know, how I work with Coach Studeman and Coach Warden and, you know, Coach Egan this year and the other coaches on our coaching staff, I want that to continue to move forward. I, I don't want to put a kink in that. Mm-hmm. and try and be bringing in a bunch of new people. So I'll, I'll have a hire to make on the offensive side of the ball, and, and, and we'll make it. But the, the goal would be for it to uh, allow us to have as little moving pieces as possible. I, I want to keep our coaches who are coaching what they're coaching, coaching uh, that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the question is, are you still going to run the offense? As I am coach? going to, yeah. yeah. I am going to, and, and there will be some responsibilities throughout the week primarily on Sunday and Monday and the prepping that uh, we'll need to get passed off to, you know, somebody on staff. Yeah. And, and so we'll, we'll figure that out depending. Someone's going to have the title of OC other than yourself. You know, I've still got to sort through all yeah. those things with, with Coach Miller, uh, our AD. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. Uh, 
you know, but if it can help somebody out in their career, certainly I would, I would do that. Um, you know, but you know, from a logistics, logistics standpoint, we'll keep operating the way that, that we've been operating, uh, at least in the time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you see a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, I'm not saying I'm young, but uh, a lot of, you know, younger coaches these days are successfully being head coaches and calling plays on Saturday or Sunday. And, you know, so those are some of the kind of both Super Bowl teams. Yep. Icon. <laughs> yeah, they are. I yeah. mean, icon kind of mentors, people I like to study. I like to study their film, um, uh, you know, read about them, you know, read how they do things. Uh, it's it's possible, you know. Does it put a little bit more on your plate as a head coach? Yeah, it does. Uh, but again, it to me, it just goes back to what is our student athletes' experience, and how do we maintain that or make it better? Uh, and, and so that's always kind of in the forefront of my mind. And, and to me, less moving parts for them is better. When you talk about the the moving parts aspect, mm-hmm. um, I think one of the biggest questions when it was announced. Uh, was going to be how if how if at all if you're going to handle the defense or if you're going to leave it up to coach Deerking and the rest on the defensive side and i'd imagine that obviously you want to be involved enough to understand like sure. the, the ins and outs of it but uh if you do maintain you know offensive coordinator status as well calling plays and now being the head coach are you just gonna kind of leave coach Deerkin off to the side and say you you figure out the defense <laughs> or is it going to be you know both you and Deerkin conversations uh you know day-to-day figuring out uh how much input you're going to have as well on the defensive side. Right. Well, I mean, to start the first conversation that we've had and will continue to have is, you know, what things was Jeff doing to help you kind of as a quote, offensive mm-hmm. mind, um, you know, and so that's where I want to try and have input. Where can I help you, you know, whether it's on game day or in the game planning, uh, you know, how can I assist you and your staff? Uh, but, you know, Coach Durking and I, you know, since he came back here in, in 2018, you know, as the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, you're the ones who are putting together practice plans, practice scripts. You know, we're making sure our staff has all the kids in the right spot. Uh, we're making sure, you know, periods line up for crossovers and things like that. So we'll continue to do that. And I think if anything, it just, you know, allows me to, as a head coach, to pour pull more people in on that and, and make sure that we're all on the same page and, uh, you know, practices running smooth, games are running smooth. I mean, it won't be a situation where he's just, you know, down on the other end by himself and it's like, well, yeah. good luck, do whatever yeah. you want to do. Um, just hold them. Yeah, yeah, just hold them, you know, but, but Coach Durkin's running the exact defense that, you know, I'd want any defensive coordinator for me running. He's already running it. Um, you know, it, it, it's pretty good. And <laughs> yeah, 10 and I mean, points per game. I don't know how many complaints yeah, there can be. Right. It's, it's, and it's a collaborative effort. He's, I'm constantly as an offensive coordinator asking him, Hey, you know, what would hurt you here? You know, and, and they're doing this. Describe to me how you would teach that, you know, in in same reverse, you know, he'll do the same with me. So that'll continue. I, uh, a hundred percent trust him and coach Janicek as the guys that are in the office every day, all day, putting uh, the plans together and, and Coach Wood and Coach Workington with him this year. I completely trust them. I trust them on game day. Uh, and, and for me, it's just, you know, how can I help you guys? You know, how can I make this better? And if, if there's anything that seems to be going sideways that I'm, I don't love, of course, we would have a conversation about that in the right, in the right way. But there's no part of me that thinks that that would happen. He's running the defense I like. He breaks down offenses really, really well. And, and, I mean, you hit it on the head, Sam. I mean, you take that Mount Union game out in 2019 and they were letting up less than 10 points a game. 
if we can't score 10 points as an offense, then I should be fired, yeah. you know, so yeah. I'll take that. But they, they were the unsung hero in 2019. And I think even last year, you know, with all the points we were scoring, we, 50, did, we did have, our absolute best yeah. not to make that good, case. which yeah. I love that. But, you know, you, you'll see, you know, headlines, you know, kind of across the nation and, um, well, I mean, D3Football.com, Frank Rossi, everybody there was talking about the North Central offense. And I think that there was one article there was, about the defense. There was. Uh, it was le- a nice one. Leading yeah. into either the Mountain Union semifinal or it the was. or the Stag Bowl. Yeah. Well, we yeah, were, we often like to start the conversation on the defensive side because, you know, that's yeah. the, that was the bread and butter of what we saw last year. I mean, we went to the, the I mean, it was like game two, and we were like, I think this defense might be better than this offense not yeah. to yeah. put them against each well, other. Well, we had some battles in practice. Yeah. I'll tell you, I can tell you that for sure, that it, they are not an easy defense to crack off yeah. <laughs> long runs or long passes against their they were disciplined they were mature uh and and those guys had had our young men in the right spots but they've kind of been you know the unsung hero so to speak i think of the last two championship runs and uh but i can tell you this everybody in the building understands yeah. uh, and, and knows how much they're appreciated and and our team will know how much i appreciate them as a head coach that's great. I think, you know, wrapping up this just a little bit of, you know, offense and defensive side of things and what we're looking at, you know, everyone's going to ask expectations. Everyone's going to look at, you know, what you're you're expecting, right. what's going to be the plan moving forward. So, I mean, on both sides of the ball, you know, what's going to be your expectation, your philosophy, your mindset as we head into next season? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to change. It's, it's going to continue to be championships and the bar is really high. Um, you know, and for us, we talk about the standard and I, I think over the last three, four years, we've, we've done a great job as a program of really raising that standard of what is acceptable and what is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And that's in all phases. It's that's on the field, that's off the field, that's in the weight room. Um, how you handle relationships, it, how you talk to people, it's everything. Uh, that standard continues to rise and certainly on the field it has. Uh, and, and that's a good thing. So standards, the standard, it doesn't yeah. change. So that'll continue. Um, and, and I mean about being ex- super excited. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I look at some of our young men in the weight room and as they're coming through the office, and like I said, I can't stop smiling because I'm just super excited for the potential for next year. And you know, my focus obviously in the past has been the offense, and, and now it gets to be the defense. You know, we have all our fifth-year seniors on the defensive line are coming back. Uh, we've got a, a couple of exciting transfers in. Uh, we got a couple of pieces that are still coming back. We've got some young guys that ended up. Down the, down the stretch last year, getting a lot of playing time, whether it was on special teams or on offense or defense, just because of injuries and you know having to manage the COVID protocols and everything. Um, so I'm excited about it. And, and we're gonna have some young guys step up, you know, in the off season, things click sometimes, you know, between that sophomore and junior year, and certainly from junior to senior year. So we're really excited. And I know we're gonna continue to have a, um, a very, an elite recruiting class that's going to come into the fold and have an opportunity to, to put their mark on things as well. Um, but yeah. I mean, you look at some of the guys we have coming back on both sides of the ball and so I was waiting to go for it. What do you got? What do you got? I, I mean, Dan Gilroy and Tyler Rich and Brandon Greifeld, those are three scary dudes yeah. up front. Let's be honest. Charmore on the line, I think. That's yeah. At it. offensive line, we lose Charmore, which I mean, he's three time player offensive lineman of the year in the league, multiple all American, all-american on every single list you know but we had six guys last year who had starting experience you know so we can we're going to slide over jesky maples and you know yep and he was and all he was on an all-american list last year as a freshman 
you know, and Will Ebert started down the stretch there uh, at, at the end of the year, and, and he started most all of 2019. You know, so you've, we've got five guys coming back that are really considered starters. I mean, we were just looking at, you know, the offensive side of the ball. I mean, I named Sharmore Clark and Andrew Kaminsky, and I said, I don't know. What yeah, else we, we also we also lose receivers the spot that we, we graduate because mm-hmm. for the five guys that, they have really taken the majority of the reps in 2019 and, and 2021. We're fifth-year seniors this year, and yeah. Corey Blair, Matt Metz, Blake Williams, and, and Andrew. Yeah. Uh, so those guys all depart. We've got some great young kids under them that you know traveled. I mean, you saw John Michael Scumacci had a 40, 50-yard touchdown, and I know you yeah. know him from baseball uh, as a freshman. The uh, uh, one, he got banged up on one of them, and he I saw him walking out of Seager with a lot of ice on his shoulder, <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, man! It yeah. wasn't that bad." Right. He, his him I mean, and, his speed, yeah. his speed alone. Yeah, um, you know, Jacob Parody is another young receiver that's you know traveled to every single game and had playing time on special teams and and at receiver. Um, I mean, there's a lot of there's plenty of guys there, and then you've you've got obviously D'Lo Hardy coming back, who I think he's going to be so one of the biggest about. nightmares in the country. Uh, to be real honest with you. Um, I mean, he can line up in the backfield. He can line up as an H-back. He can line up as a receiver. He can return kicks. He, oh, yeah, he does that too, by the way. He can return kicks. Um, and then you've got Terrence Hill and, and Ethan Greenfield in the backfield. And Which then, is, I called it the scariest deal in these They are. You know, if it wasn't for Ethan, I think Terrence would be leading the country in rushing. Yeah, he's, you know, I mean, he's a starting running back. Any other, yep, any other and, that's, and that speaks to his character. It speaks to Ethan's character, and they both know that they're going to have to carry the load. And, and then you've got – Matt Robinson at tight end, who's 6'3", 240 pounds, and runs a 4.67. Caught a key touchdown pass. Well, he's yeah. scary. Yeah. He's um, scary. So I think, you know, offense, defense, everything, you know, we're, you, you keep going the stepping stones. Bring football real yeah. close. It's, yeah, yeah, March uh, March 28th that week we're going to get back at it. And, uh, you know, we've got some things to do before then. We've got – I mean, one of our biggest – I mean, there's there's a couple of fifth year seniors that have another year left on defense that were they're the two our two biggest recruits right now, yeah. uh, with, with Braden Lindmark and Sam Taviani. Those two guys would be, be huge. massive additions to get back. And so I'm going to be as as the new yeah. the, the quote new head coach. I'm going to be working on. I was already I was texting with one of them this weekend. Um, you know, we're going to be working on those guys to get them back for this spring. But yeah, we're excited. We'll be out there. Some of the rules change for D3. We can put helmets on and shells on a little bit. Which allows us to, you know, last year we were in all pads. Um, you know, you play football, you can right? It allows you. It does. It just allows you to do a little bit more football. Uh, so we're excited for that. It's safer too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll be out there in end of March, going into end of April, and we'll end with a nice little uh, sp- spring scrimmage, simulated scrimmage type thing, and uh, having, you know, recruits and commits and alums and everybody out there and, and get everyone really excited. I, I know there'll be a lot of excitement. That's you play the first in, one for you. you yeah, it. it is. That's yeah, it, it is. Your... And you know, you play in two stack bowls and there's a lot of excitement. It's, there's not a lot of teams that have played in three in a row. No, no, that's the plan. With the, with the spring ball aspect, mm-hmm. obviously we've seen Luke Lane and dominate in both football and <laughs> baseball. And there, I want to say yeah. there's a good five or six yep. freshmen that do both. Uh, one of them being, you know, one of the, the third string quarterback that got a lot of reps, Brennan Hayes, last yeah. year. And with Luke and Brennan, if they're both, uh, they're obviously, Coach Matthews going to want them focused on baseball right. uh, because that was the one position that we didn't really mention going through the offense. How do you think you're going to manage that, at least for spring ball, so that you get right. you know high quality reps if both Luke and Brennan are going right. to be out yeah. at Zimmerman? I mean, 
bringing Luke back, obviously, as the first-team all-conference quarterback and everything he did. And, newcomer I mean, of the year. Newcomer of the year in baseball. I mean, he's a scary dude uh, <laughs> on the athletic field, whichever one it is. So we, we're, we've managed we've, – we'll be managing that, and uh, we've our practice times were – are not at times that are going to conflict with baseball. And that was, you know, I, you guys don't practice at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that, well, you by, guys then you, by then you guys are outside and it's yeah. in the afternoon. So, uh, yeah, but we were intentional about our, I, I was intentional about our schedule so yeah. that those two guys, you know, would be there and, and all the other guys that are playing, uh, baseball. We also have, I think all four members of the four by one team right now are football players actually. Yeah. So, uh, you know, shot put athletes. guys too. Yep. We call yep. those. We call yeah, those so we, we want those guys. To, yeah, they're doing things I can't do. Yeah. Um, we so want those guys. Record breaking wide receiver. <laughs> college. Yeah, but that was uh, 18 years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want those guys all to be there. So we were intentional about about our scheduling, and you know, I even I had had a conversation with Luke after our season, like, what's going to be best you know, what's going to help you be the best version of yourself in the spring, mm-hmm. knowing that how busy you're going to be. And he did a great job last spring of balancing it, you know, but there were a couple of days where it was football meeting, baseball practice, football practice, study, you know, th- that's, that's a, it's the life of a D3 athlete. It, 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 well, when you're doing two sports, yeah. it certainly is. We would uh, see him in Seager and be like, you should have a coffee or something. <laughs> yeah. Or go to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to try and manage that the best you know, the best we can. And if there's days where they can't do stuff just because they're just worn out, then that's fine. You know, take the mental reps, help the other, help the next guy, uh, in line, or, you know, maybe we got to work on a wildcat package. Yeah. (laughs) All right, coach. I think it's time to hit the hard hitting questions. You ready? I'm ready. Um, some have described you as the swaggiest, best dressed, (laughs) um, even fashionable, uh, (laughs) So I think the question coach is, do you plan on being the uh, best Dress coach in all of football. <laughs> I don't think I get to decide those things. I think <laughs> I just have to get doing, up. Doing uh, Matt Lafleur, you're not competing for the <laughs> right. coach in football. I just got to get up and uh, get dressed. Make sure I'm at the office on time. Getting to the studio today, just absolutely dressed out already. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Getting out the door in the morning with a 16 month old and a pregnant <laughs> yeah. wife sometimes is a challenge in and of itself. So uh, making sure you got the right socks on that match the pants in the dark is yeah. <laughs> is key. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I, I, you know, talking to a few players, one of the first things we heard, you know, swag. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, if it helps you win football games, yeah, then whatever sure. Helps win football yeah. Games, yeah. Super, superstition. That's, yeah. that's really all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. Any, oh, I know how you baseball guys are. It's like oh, superstition no, it's, left and right. Any visors, any bucket hats coming out? I know you get the glasses and the, the cap I've always just been like sunglasses and, and the regular hats. So. Every picture I see of you on the field is that same look. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can't find another one. They don't exist. Yep. Not going to change a whole lot. Um, I got a few more. I got a few more outside the box questions um, before we get back into a little more. Um, any uh, you know superstitions from you? Pre-games meals? Anything you do? No, not not with food. Whatever my wife's cooking, I'll eat. Don't uh, complain. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, Just to listen. We can send the podcast to her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any superstitions necessarily. I mean. No. Trying no. to stamp a personality on you right now. <laughs> yeah. No, no superstitions. Back in the day, I had super, I mean, I was a football, baseball guy through high school. And so there was some superstitions there. I think baseball just has a way of sucking you into. It absolutely does. <laughs> uh, superstitions. A lot of routines is what I would say. Yeah. A lot of routines, um, a lot of processes. That's, you know, and those don't change through the week. I mean, every week it's the same 
you're doing the same thing on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's just the team changes. Um, but it is the best that when you're trying to explain the superstition, you're like, now I have to put my left sock on first. Yeah. And people, right. it's trying to explain it as a baseball player, trying to explain it to my family. They're like, you know, you're just weird. Yeah. We need. And it has to be this sock. Yeah, you got to wear. You can't. Sock. Yeah, you can't wash your socks. No, none of that. I wash my clothes and whatever's clean is is a good thing to wear. It's a good it's a good thing to hear from a head coach. Washes yeah. his clothes. Yeah. Washes those. There you go. Yep. All right, coach. I got a few more questions mm-hmm. before we wrap it up here. Um, you know, you know, talked about everything that you've done here at North Central. Outside of that national championship, what is your favorite North Central memory? There's been a lot of them. Uh, you know, when I was talking, we had a recruit from Minneapolis that was in, and I was speaking with him about it. We played up in 2013 at Bethel University in the third round, the quarterfinals, and it was negative eight. Uh, so that is definitely that was a great memory winning that football game um, just satisfying you know I, I I think it was just satisfying uh, doing that um, winning the national title that that's another satisfying one both Mount Union wins uh, the Wheaton win this year was extremely uh, that was pivotal and that was a big win and Again, another real satisfying feeling after not beating them since since 2016. I mean, after that, that was when you guys got launched yeah. to number one. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the first broadcast Sam Corbett did on Football Highway. Oh, no us. kidding. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. So you're the you're the good luck charm. Yeah, he's then. a good luck charm. I, make, I, make sure I, you keep broadcasting. <laughs> he's got you. He's got you all the way. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you got any more questions? Um, outside of, you know, I, I kind of just want to let him have the floor. Yeah, like, I mean, any, that's anything the last that, thing I have for you. You know, the Cardinal community wants to hear from you. That's why we're here. That's why <laughs> we made this podcast. People are going to want to know what you have to say from the rest of your time here. So this is your open floor. Yeah, like I said, coming in, you know, trying to fit 18 years of uh, experience, memories, uh, relationships into a, you know, 30-minute or one-hour meeting with a recruit is is hard to do. You know, I've, as Coach Matthew says, you know, I've got blood in the bricks and, um a passion for this place and seeing it succeed and seeing it grow um you know so it's just you know it's it's our job to continue to you know we want to leave this place better when we leave it than how we found it mm-hmm. you know and, and jeff thorne and john thorne certainly did that um so i guess you know whenever time comes for me to leave i would hope they would say that about me uh, you know i left it better than it was and um, just looking forward to building and making more relationships. You know, the last five, six days as head coach, I've, I've loved it. I've, I've loved, you know, managing our staff. I've, I've absolutely loved speaking with the recruits and most importantly, you know, just being able to, you know, see our guys, give them hugs, give them high fives in the weight room this morning. And, um, you know, just being able to be in that role of mentorship and, uh, relationship with, with the players that's why we do it you know and, and that's what i'll be looking to hire is guys you know whose missions in life are to make those around them better um that's what we're, we're in my opinion that's what god put us here on the earth to do uh was to make the people around us better and uh continue to you know share our faith and our our beliefs and mission with them and you know every day I, you know once in a while i'll tell the tell the guys in my media room hey do something today that is going to make somebody's life better that could never repay you you know, and, and, you know, it could be as simple as holding the door for someone, you know, saying hello to someone, you know, especially today's day and age with as much negativity as we get bombarded with on social media. Um, 
you know, often your, your thoughts become what you're looking at and what you're seeing. So, uh, you know, it's our job as coaches to, to mentor our young players, help them to see and, and think the right things so that then they can live that out in their lives and, and make the people around them better. You know, you might not be able to, can't make a difference to millions right away, but you can make a difference to, to one. Uh, so, you know, finding ways to do that uh, is, is, I know, something that we're going to continue to be passionate for in, in Cardinal football. And that was, you know, that's, that's nothing new. Uh, that's something that John Thorne started in 2002, and it's why I'm in coaching. You know, and Jeff just perpetuated that in 2015, and now I want to uh, perpetuate that here in, in 2022. Um, so, you know, we're excited. Can't wait to see everybody. There's been so many uh, alumni text messages, you know, messages on every sort of medium you could think of i'm still trying to get through them um you know but just we're we're really excited and i'm excited for our players that our staff's all here and we have an administration that wanted to to keep in place you know what's going and they recognize uh how rare it is and how hard it is to find you know a, a group of men and our coaches that believe in what we believe in and have been able to pass that on to our players so um, we're just we're excited to be doing it. It's, it's been a good ride for the last five or six days, trying to come up for breath here a little bit this week uh, after kind of a wild mid and end of, end of the week heading into a recruit week. And then, uh, but our, our, our players and our coaches have done such a good job, and I know I'm going to make mistakes. They, they know that, and I've, I've told them, you know, hey, if, if I start to get off the line too much here, let me know. And, um, you know, I'm sorry for the yeah. ways I'm going to have an experience, uh, but we're all, we'll, we'll work through it. The good thing is, is that the staff and the people in place here, it's not new. It, you know, we haven't transplanted to another university and, and it's kind of like now we got to get everybody here mm-hmm. to buy into what we're doing. Well, I, I think everyone here buys into what we're doing. They've seen the results in the classroom uh, in relationships and on the football field. And, and so we've, we're going to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, I know Northwest football is in good hands with you, and I think that's where everyone is right now. I think Thanks. we have an exciting thing that's about to happen here with the continuing going on, and I wish you the best of luck. In, Thank you. Yeah, in, appreciate uh, it, Lucas. your opportunity as head football coach. Sam, you got anything else? I mean, I'm, you said March 28th, spring yeah. football? I was, I'm ready to start. run through the wall right we'll now. We'll be out there. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be out there, so... Yeah. Nice and early in the morning, I think. All right, Coach Spencer. Thanks you so much yeah, uh, for you. joining us, and uh, like I said, best of luck in all the future and hopefully, you know, as many more national championships as we can hang in the, yep. in the rafters. So that'd be great. Right. Thank that'd you. Great. Again, another huge thank you to coach Spencer for joining us here on the Cardinal podcast. You know, uh, couldn't have been more thankful to restart the Cardinal podcast uh, with a huge uh, addition like Coach Spencer. I think an underrated part of him, I mean, we talked a bit at the end, just the outfit. Can we bring back the, the coaches fit. on the sideline wearing just full three-piece suits? I think we need, what, I think Vince Lombardi, you know, let's, let's get uh, him with a fedora on the sideline and really spice things up a little bit. But we talked about, you know, Spencer, he's known for the baseball cap and the shades. Can you imagine he combines it? Because he was, you know, really nice uh, suit uh, yep. when he came in and if he just you know he throws on the shades in a baseball hat best of both worlds best of both worlds right there well this wraps up another edition of the cardinal podcast thanks for joining us again thanks for joining us for the restart we have another episode coming your way next week which we don't know what exactly it's going to be yet which should be another huge interview here at north central college for more information on wnc sports head to wnc.org backslash sports or follow us on twitter at wnc sports for lucas burris and sam corbett we'll see you next time